We are going to talk just for a few moments about the quote, you can't get a return out of an investment that you didn't make. And the reason why we are discussing this quote is because I think it's so important. I think that this is where so many of us are in our lives right now. We are um, we are expecting a return, but we didn't make an investment. And so I want to give just a, a scenario or two. So say you're waiting on your big break. Okay, but you haven't gotten your big break yet. So you have to begin to examine why you didn't get your big break. You can't get angry because you didn't get it. Now, sometimes we are on different paths and God is, is it has a path for each of us. And so that path may cause for certain things. But sometimes we're waiting for things to happen when we haven't made an investment, when we haven't even put the effort in to work towards those things. And when I mean effort, good morning, Cherise, how are you? When I mean effort, I mean real effort. I'm not talking about, okay, you're talking about maybe you're starting a business. You're talking about the business. You like write a couple things down, but you know, you keep saying, oh, I don't have help. I don't, I don't have nobody to, to help me. And I, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm figuring it out. Okay. Well, that's, that's not, that's not making an investment. That's just you merely talking about what it is you want, but not actually trying to go for it. I was, I'm working with a, a gentleman currently with his business. But one of the things that he said up until I finally cornered him is, oh yeah, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you know, I would check with them every day. So what are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to start because this, this is getting old working for somebody. And so I'm sitting here like, <clears throat> Okay, but when are you going to start? You know, and then, you know, we started, we did his business filing, we did all of that stuff, you know, and then he said, yeah, I'm going to look into some stuff. Well, that's not actively making an investment. You made the investment after I bugged the mess out of you to start the business. Okay, now that you've got it started, you don't have a business plan. You don't have no idea. You haven't gotten in contact with any of the resources that I had given you to help you uh, secure funding or anything like that. So you're expecting something. This individual is expecting something, yet he did not make a return. And so that is the same thing with any and everything that we do, even with our lives spiritually. <clears throat> we expect God to move in these mighty ways, but we are not making the investment. We aren't getting up at the crack of dawn, putting God first. And I'm not talking about, um, thank you, Lord, for waking me up, you know, go before me. Amen. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really making an active investment in nurturing that relationship, going to God, getting up, going the extra mile. Lord, I need your direction. Lord, I need your help. Lord, this is what is going on in my life. Direct me. Tell me what you want from me. When you begin to do those kinds of things, that is when you see God change. We all want this fabulous life. We all want this life that is blessed and that looks good to everybody else. But what kind of investment are you making? And if you are making an investment and you feel like you aren't getting the right results, perhaps you are outside of God's will. All good things don't come from God. There are a lot of good things that a person can do. Okay, but that does not mean that's what God has for you. I am talented. I am gifted in so many areas. I promise you guys, I can do absolutely everything. But when I try to do certain things, it just doesn't happen because I am functioning outside the parameters of God's will. God has a specific journey met for me. And that does not mean that I get to choose that journey. That means that God gets to choose that journey. And so you have to be very careful when you're busy, busy, busy doing nothing. 
because that doesn't mean that it comes from God. And so one of the things that we have to begin to make sure is that we are hearing God correctly. Because I know people who say God said this, God said that, and it be some outlandish, bogus stuff that they said God said, and it's all taking place within under two minutes. Okay. I have been there. God has spoken to me through nature, through cars, through dreams, through all kinds of things. Okay. However, you have to test that. You have to go back to scripture. You have to say, okay, Lord, I really feel like you want me to quit my job, walk away from it all. Cause we, we all have those stories. Okay. But I need to know if it's real. I need to know if it's you. Because we can talk ourselves into thinking a whole lot of stuff. I just blew $1,500 because I did not consult with God. Because I thought it was good. I decided that I was going to do it. And usually I never ever make decisions the same day. I always go to sleep and make a decision the next day. Well... I have a nonprofit, as you all know, and I have projects that I'm working on. We're building a church. We need money. And so I said, okay, I need a grant writer. So, you know, I found a grant writer. Lady talked a good game, sent me a contract, all of this stuff. Pay her um, a deposit. The deposit was $1,500. Guys, that was eight months ago. I don't have no grant. I don't have nothing. I don't have no, have barely communication. I've been texting, I've been emailing, I've been calling, and this, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm going to get back to you. Oh, oh, oh. So the latest one was, oh, I have COVID. You know what I mean? And she did She did cough on the phone, and she sounded like she did. So I'm not saying anything about that. But <clears throat> I basically lost $1,500 because I did not talk to God before securing that grant writer, okay? And so we have to be sure that we're actually hearing from God. Because sometimes we hear our own voice. We have emotions. We have things that we want so bad that we make them up in our mind and we answer ourselves and everything. So you have to be really, really careful. The story of Gideon in the Bible, I'm not from, I don't know if you're familiar with it. I believe it's in Judges. If it's not, I'm totally sorry. You have to look it up. Um, but he, they were going into battle the next day and the Lord had already told Gideon that he was going to you know, hand them over to him and he didn't have to worry. Well, Gideon wasn't just going to take God, that, that, God's word for it. Even though he knew he heard it, he said, okay, you know what? This is a big old army. This is a lot of people. I'm not sure if uh, the Lord is talking to me or I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get my butt kicked. And so Gideon said, okay, Lord, I heard what you said, but Lord, uh, I'm going to leave this fleece out here. Because I need to make sure that this was your answer. I'm going to leave this fleece out here. And when I wake up in the morning, I want the fleece to be soaking wet and the ground all around it to be dry. So when Gideon got up the next morning, guess what? The fleece was soaking wet and all the, dry, uh, the ground around it was dry. He was able to wring out a whole bowl of water. Okay. And even, even still, Gideon said, okay, Lord. Okay, okay, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. Please don't be mad at me. But I'm still not sure if you're going to hand these, these people over in battle to us. And so I need you to confirm this one more time. And so he said, when I wake up in the morning, that same fleece, I want it to be bone dry and the ground around it to be all wet. So then when he woke up the next morning, guess what? The fleece was completely dry, but the ground all around it was wet with dew. 
Okay, And that was his confirmation that the Lord was going to allow him to win that battle. And so we have to get back to those kinds of things. We can't make up this stuff in our heads and we can't say that God told us to up and quit our job or jump cities and stuff like that without bathing it in prayer. God is not just going to do this and just all of a sudden out of the blue. No, 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 no. God is a God of order and there's a proper time for all things. And so if you believe that God has told you to do something, you need to pray about it. You need to get confirmation before you go moving, because guess what? It may cause you some embarrassment. Uh, I thank God that the couple times that I did think it was him and it was really me, I I didn't get embarrassed by it. Nobody knew, you know, and so I I do thank God for that. But it taught me a lesson to make sure that I am getting confirmation that I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is what God has told me. And you have to do the same thing with your life, because, again, you are making investments seemingly. Okay, hi, Kenyon, how are you? You are seemingly making investments, but you're not getting a return. Perhaps you're investing in the wrong thing. If you know anything about stocks, if you invest your money in the wrong stock, guess what? You lose all of your money. It's the same thing. If you invest your time and your resources into um, a business or a ministry or something that God did not tell you to do, Guess what? You can lose everything behind it. And then you're going to get mad because you didn't get a return. Well, you didn't get a return because you did not make the right investment. And so be sure of what God is leading you to do before you do it. Okay. And you don't have to be a super Christian to do that. You know, people talk about a super Christian. No, 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 no. You don't have to be that. Okay. But it's dedicating your time in prayer. If you have to fast, if it's a big decision, Lord, is this for me? Guys, I have so many ideas from A to Z and some other letters that you haven't ever seen. All right. But that does not mean that that stuff come from God. Can I make it work? Absolutely. I have a whole skincare um, body body whip. It's called body whip. Um, my my uh, bestseller is Freely Flawed uh, Shea, Butter, Shea Butter Body Whip. It's the best on the market. Every time I go somewhere, I sell completely out of it. I'm not doing it right now. I'm just selling old inventory, but I have all kinds of stuff. But that doesn't mean that God told me to do that. That doesn't mean that he's going to put his stamp of approval on it and allow it to flourish. And, you know, my lotions and my creams, they all have a very, very good meaning behind it. All right. Did I say hi, Kenyon? If I didn't, I'm sorry. Good morning. They have a really good concept behind it. But that does not mean that God authorized that. Okay. so there are a lot of things that we can do. That may be positive, that may be beneficial, but if it's not what God wants, then it's not going to work quite right. Then you have the things that you do that you really feel like God wants you to do, and you're frustrated because you don't see no manifestation of it. Okay, so those are the kind of things that you have to really begin to seek God about because you want to be in the right place at the right time, understanding that all things happen in God's time. There is a preparation. There is a process. There are a lot of things that has to take place before God's plan gets activated in your life. There's a certain amount of discipline that you have to have. There is a certain prayer life that you definitely need to have if you are going to flourish in anything that God has for you. And all of that takes what? It takes an investment. It takes getting up. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you, dear? It takes getting up in the morning. It takes really seeking God. Lord, this is what I know that you want from me. Show me. 
Show me how to do it. Get people that to back me, to help me. That is how you know that, okay, this is what God wants. Now, I'm going to tell you, if, if you just unsure and you know that your relationship is not as strong with the Lord and you really feel like he's let you to do something, you know, you have to, Lord, okay, if this is for me, then you're going to make that path clear. If it's not, you're going to shut it all down somehow, some way so that I'll know. All right. And that's the easiest way for you to get answers out of God. Okay, when I was walking away from my business uh, two or three years ago, you know, I I didn't know I was trying to still make it happen, but I wasn't sure. And finally, I got to the very end where God absolutely made it easy for me. He shut it all down. There was nothing I could do. There was no redeeming, no nothing. Okay, I got my answer. And so I knew I was in the right place. Now, after that came a lot of turmoil, a lot of frustration, a lot of struggle that I could not understand. With all of my qualifications, I couldn't find a decent job. You know what I mean? And I wasn't going to settle. And so I'm like, what in the world is going on? You know what I mean? But the Lord said that you have to trust me. And the Lord took care of me during all of that time, you know, and blessed me in abundance all of that time. But God was working towards something. Of course, people didn't understand why I walked away from my business and why I wasn't working. My mother called me every day. You're going to get a job? You're going to get a job? What are you doing? Why are you sitting at home? Well, God didn't tell me to get a job. Huh, God didn't tell you to get a job. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was getting. Well, God didn't tell me to get a job. And God wanted me to trust him. Had I got a job, I would have missed so many blessings as a result of my obedience. Okay? We have to be very uh, strategic in how we approach these things. We have to have an open mind. We have to allow God to be God. You are not smarter than God. You do not know what you're doing. You don't have the ability to make good decisions in your life that are going to positively affect you on down the line. Some stuff, yes. A lot of stuff, no. And that's just because we are human. We are flawed. And we need God in our lives. I'll give you another example. My husband. Prior to meeting my husband, um, I had been in relationship after relationship, just empty relationships. And finally, I got to the point where I said, you know what? I'm not going to settle. I'm going to allow God to give me my husband. I'm not going to date. I'm not going to do anything. Okay. And I said, I believe strongly. This is what the Lord wants. And so when I stepped away from that whole um, debacle of a, a life, all right. That is when God began to work. He gave me a contentment. He put something down inside of me that helped me stay, that helped me didn't want to be in a relationship with just anybody. And so I shut everything down. I shut it down. I didn't even look at guys. Okay. And then that's when I met my business partner and my business partner was really, really handsome. But guess what? I wasn't attracted to him. Okay. Because I knew that God had me on hold as far as relationships. And so I was going to be obedient and so when I met my business partner, I recognized how handsome he was. And so I have a prayer journal and I wrote down in that prayer journal. Okay, Lord, I met a new guy. You know, we're supposed to do business together, but he is kind of cute. And he has a lot of qualities that I know that I would like in a husband. But I need you to keep things where they're supposed to be because I'm not going to interrupt your plan. That obedience paid off because some months later, in the midst of just waiting, my business partner was asking me and he was asking me about the date and, you know, do I date or anything? And I said, no, I'm just waiting on the Lord because, you know, I want a husband. And he was like, yeah, I want a wife, too. You know, I feel you. So we began to just continue working together on our projects. And one day I um, 
I don't know, this was several, maybe six, seven months down the line. And I looked at my business partner one day and I was like, well, Lord, I'm not attracted to him at all. I was like, but is that my husband? I just want to know just so I can kind of prepare myself because we were very, very close, but nothing funny going on. And so the Lord was like, he's good, but I have something just a little bit better for you. And I said, oh, okay. And so I went on about my way. And about maybe a month or two later, that's when I met my husband. You know what I mean? And it was just, he literally dropped out of the sky. Had I been occupying my business partner or any other relationship, I would have missed my husband. And my husband has a similar story of how he came to meet me as well. And so God was working on both sides. And my husband is from clear across the the world. Okay. And so when you are obedient, that is when God can work. That is when you don't miss your blessings. But when you are out of alignment with God's will, then Everything can happen to you. You're unprotected. And all these things that you want, you may or may not get, or you may get a raggedy version of them. And so I'm saying all of this to say, back to that quote, don't expect a return out of an investment you didn't make. You have to invest in wherever God has planted you. You have to invest that time with him. You have to event, uh, invest in that personal development. Whatever God is trying to do, allow him to do it. Because it's an investment that I promise you, you are going to get a return out of. I'm going to close out in prayer because I have to go when somebody is waiting on me. And I don't want them calling my phone. Father God, I thank you for my friends that are listening. The ones who are watching the replay. Father you know that our hearts desire success, that our hearts desire more. Lord, I'm asking that you will bless each and every person, oh God. Give them your heart and your mind, oh God. Activate something within them that says that they are going to surrender that thing that they want so bad to you so that you can give it to them the right way. I ask that you will give them the strength, that you will give them the patience, that you will give them the knowledge to wait on you, oh God, knowing that they know nothing, Lord. When we come to you and we don't know everything, that is when you can do all things in our lives. Lord, I thank you for their life, Lord. And whatever situations they may be dealing with on today, I'm asking, Lord, that you will move in a mighty way, oh God. Touch them, meet their need on today. And all of this we ask in your name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for watching. I will see you guys tomorrow. I don't know if I'm doing live prayer or if I'm going to do guided prayer. So you'll see me tomorrow. Thank you. Be blessed. If you would like to know more about me, please visit my website, www.loveariston.com. You can also find me on social media, Facebook, Ariston CM, or Instagram and Twitter. I'm so Ariston. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to grow.